whistleblower report exposing lies deceptions and all that has assaulted our way of life we must take back our freedom and live as god designed in a free america that honors our constitution and our creator our experts in medicine, ministry, law, military, environment, and education empower us to grow together as a nation. For such a time as this, the Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Welcome to the Whistleblower Report. This is Dr. Lee for America here with our international team, Dr. Mike Yeadon, Dr. Jonathan Gilthorpe, and Andrea Claridge, investigative journalist and businessman from Croatia. And of course, I'm a practicing physician in the United States and founder of and CEO of Truth for Health Foundation, your source for truth, solutions, and hope against the lies and deception that are assaulting us. And listeners, we have no further to look than the WEF, WHO, Global Elites meeting this week and claiming to have another horrible disease coming our way, Disease X is going to be 20 times worse than COVID, they claim. Of course, there's much behind the scenes. And that's why our whistleblower report will be addressing that and more as we talk about the prion damage from the COVID shots and the rise in severe, progressive, rapidly aggressive Jakob Kreutzfeldt dementia and prion disease on the rise. In case you don't understand what Jakob Kreutzfeldt is, it's a form of encephalopathy deteriorating the brain rapidly. And in the 1990s, the outbreak in cattle was called mad cow disease. So essentially, we are seeing a rise in what has been called mad cow disease, now in humans following the COVID shots. And Dr. Jonathan Gilthorpe, as an expert in prion disease, will be talking more about that and about some of the new alarming data from research showing just exactly how damaging the COVID shots can be. But what about this disease X? Now, on January 17th, this week, The WHO will be meeting to identify what are some of the solutions or some of the options, perhaps not solution, but options for this disease X. Well, it's very interesting to all of us that they are refusing to name disease X, and there certainly are many that could qualify for what might be the plan. But we also want you to be aware from the get-go 
that as we have been saying in the whistleblower report for the entire time we've been running this show, these are distractions from the global vice tightening to control all of humanity. The disease is, the disease du jour, is what's used to create fear to control you through the fear and terror that they deliberately generate. It's propaganda, it's fear-mongering, it's a plan, it's a tactic, and you have to understand that. Dr. Eden, I know you have more to say on that very point. Certainly do. Yeah, I mean, it's a good it's a good introduction. I think uh, we don't really need, to, in my view, we don't really need to separate the, the United Nations and their subsidiary organizations like WHO, which is it's purely another UN body. The WEF, I think, is probably fairly described as the, the sort of nexus of, of the money people across the world and the business people across the world. And they interact with uh, the, the unfortunate beings we call politicians who have become you know, weak, easily corruptible and completely uninterested in what you and I, ladies and gentlemen, want. So if we think of them as our representatives or whatever democratic flavors we've got for it, they have been sucked up into this vortex of, of uber global business banking and then these uh, pan-national or supranational uh, organizations. And it's really ultimately shadowy elites who are not interested in your rights or any attention you might pay um, to, to, to God and to uh, your family and other people in your society that are interested only in un, an undemocratic assault um, using, as Dr. Lee said, threat of scary diseases, um, which is propaganda, in order to make you scared. And then they can they have then the excuse to be able to impose things like you know, mad things. They are mad and dangerous, like lockdowns and masking. And then my area of expertise from having been in pharmaceuticals for 30 years, the so-called vaccines that are not, that are rushed, uh, they don't go through the normal regulatory approvals. And in my view, and I'm, you know, people don't like it, but I will stand before a judge in God and say, these are intentionally toxic. Um, and yet they've been uh, authorized to be injected into you and your family by a nexus, again, of the departments of defense in your country and mine. Uh, you know, crazy, uh, it's an emergency so we can do whatever we like rules. And that's led to injuries and deaths. And just as it's settling down, although it's continuing, you know, we now hear them, well, we're just getting ready for disease X. So it's, I want you to... Stand back, cross your arms, just say, no, no, uh, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but I'm not going to be paying any attention to you, and I'm certainly not scared anymore because it's just a bunch of, I don't know, I don't want to use rude words, but you can tell I'm spitting tact at this point because I, I can tell they're building up to, to have another go at humanity, and I want, we will survive if enough of us just say we are not scared. We're not going to comply with your ridiculous rules. We're going to get on with our lives. If you wreck the world around us, we will just rebuild it. So that's where I am. 
Well, I think you're exactly right. And, you know, for those that have not been paying attention to some of the fear mongering and the propaganda that we've been discussing and the tactics, I encourage you to go and listen to some of our archived programs on both the whistleblower report as well as our Faith Over Fear programs, because in the spring of 2022, May of 2022, we started a series of programs explaining that they would probably use Marburg Ebola or Dengue or or Nipah virus or Venezuelan equine encephalopathy virus. I mean, there are a whole host of things that they could use to claim is the next pandemic. And we started teaching people in 2022, here's what you need to do to understand the fear tactics. Here's what you need to do to get medicines and nutraceuticals, supplies in your home, and what you need to do to improve your immune system to stay healthy. So our goal as experts in a variety of ways, as we come together to bring you this whistleblower report each week, is to teach you the tools so that you can protect yourself, your life, your freedom, and not give in to the fear. As soon as we give in to fear, we are paralyzed and we don't think clearly. So we've got to help you turn off the news and don't let the fear mongering get you down. Let's look at the strategies to deal with it and deal with what the plans are and get prepared as free human beings capable of intelligent thought and planning and communication. That is our duty as human beings created in God's image. Dr. Gilthorpe, I know you had some thoughts. Yes, Dr. Lee. I mean, yeah, you're completely correct. Thanks for having me back on the show. I've been away for a few weeks. Um, it's great to be back. Um, yeah, you know, the oh, it's called fear porn. You know, this idea that ramping up news stories in order to push people in a certain direction and and i've noticed i think hopefully the readers have probably noticed that in the last week or so after uh, as soon as the new year was out of the way the stories started to come into the media about this disease x coming about a new strain of covid which was extremely deadly um which was doing the rounds on twitter this week or early, earlier last week and that was essentially a nothing story. That was a story about a, a, a virus, a COVID-related virus that a Chinese lab had isolated and had injected into some animals, some mice. And this was extremely deadly and killed all the mice in, in no time at all through a, an infection of the brain, it seems. And, but this was a pangolin. So this is a, a, an animal to which a small sequence from SARS-CoV-2 actually comes from a pangolin. Nobody knows how it got there. It, it can only have really got there by gene engineering and by gain of function engineering in a lab because there's no way that that sequence actually arrived through natural processes. But the point of this story, I think, which broke on Twitter and did the rounds for me was that this was not a published story. It had not been peer reviewed. It was just deposited on an internet archive called BioRevX for preprint studies. 
Um, so, you know, this is a nothing story. And it turns out that this, this new deadly virus, which had been found to kill the, some mice, uh, was actually a, a cell culture variant that wasn't natural anyway. It wasn't the strain that had been isolated from the pangolin in the first place. It had deleted a part of its sequence and was just, a, you know, a cell culture artifact. So to try and draw a, a correlation that this, you know, in vitro artifact would suddenly then spread through the world and kill everyone through a horrible encephalitis is just, it's fear porn. Um, so you totally right to persuade people, you know, not to succumb to it, just turn off the news in that case and don't follow these news stories. Um, because as soon as you scratch the surface, you see they're just propaganda. And it's really important, I think, for people to respect that because fear itself is very damaging to us. It can make us sick and it makes us much more susceptible to diseases and conditions just because we're afraid. Uh, and this has been known for many years, of course, and it, but it is one of the strategies being used to weaken us uh, by subjecting us to fear. So please don't, because as we've said repeatedly on the show, there is no chance of a deadly pandemic uh, with incredibly high mortality spreading around the world and killing everyone. The only chance is if that is seeded somehow by you know agents of the state that release that and and cause it but even that is very very unlikely the biggest disease is what's spread in the media you're exactly right and just to reiterate medically what you just said fear suppresses your immune system in multiple ways and that has been documented in scientific studies of immune markers in blood tests in people who have been terrorized and who are prisoners of war, who are victims of trauma and who are subjected to intense fear. This is real. When you are giving into fear, you are actually physiologically, not just psychologically and spiritually, but physiologically, interfering with the body's natural immune response to deal with all of this. So please heed those warnings. And we're going to spend time next week on the show going into more depth on this and the background and some of the things that they are talking about. But this WEF meeting this week in Davos, Switzerland, that's January 15th through 19, 2024, with the uh, WHO meeting scheduled for January 17th, where they are going to talk more about this horrible disease X. And again, you can expect that to be a lot of propaganda information coming out. So pay attention. We're going to try and bring you a detailed analysis after the WEF meeting completes this week, and we'll talk more about that on next week's show but i wanted everyone to have a heads up today ahead of it that disease x is just another fear-mongering and distraction to control us and shepherd us into giving into new demands for lockdowns and vaccinations and government control of your finances so be prepared, get mentally prepared. Andrea, you have some really important insights and concerns about just 
who exactly the WEF is. And I know you want to explain some of that to our listeners. So take it away. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Lee. Well, uh, honestly, I, I want to uh, bring some more common sense in this discussion concerning WHF. Because we are talking now about some organization that put on their website that they will discuss with the chief of W of World Health Organization and other influenced people in this organization about some international concerns, a new disease. And then ask one question. I don't remember that Croatia, for example, because I'm from Croatia, that ever voted in the parliament to be become a member of WEF. That means I don't know what our, pre, our prime minister is doing there, to whom he is meeting in, uh, behind the closed door, and what about their talking. Uh, and also, I don't remember that any European country or world country had any kind of uh, formally uh, uh, voting to become a member of this organization. I only know that this organization has, uh, for example, contract with UN to implementing um, uh, Agenda 2030. I know this this organization, it's member of CEPI, one of the founder of CEPI, that's Coalition for Emergency Preparedness Innovation. And this coalition is established in 2016. And uh, the reason, or 15, it doesn't matter. And the reason is that they are preparing for new pandemic. And also I saw that lots of messages coming from this guy who is a president, Mr. Klaus Schwab, who is sending our message how to we, we behave during pandemic and that we should, uh, he said, nobody is safe. It's before everybody's get vaccinated. And I really, I don't know what we are doing there. Who elected these people? Who are there that they can decide about us, about our policies? And also why nobody want to say publicly what they are doing there, what our Croatian prime minister who is going there every, every year and never in front of parliament uh, made any kind of statement of, uh, or report what he's doing there. In our, in our name. And I think that this organization, for me, as a point of view, is interfering in our policies without any right. And I think it's against international laws. And we have to remember that this pandemic, now four years ago in 2020, there are uh, these circumstances of a pandemic that we knew that it was not really pandemic because there was not excess deaths before they implemented uh, measures. We know for sure now that these circumstances were uh, um, interfering in our elections in Croatia. We had at that time elections for Croatian parliament and they used pandemic to re-elect themselves again. Same thing, I think, in the United States, pandemic had a great influence on results of, of elections. That means these organizations are officially interfering in our political processes, and that's against the law. And if I'm, for example, member of European Parliament or any parliament, I would demand that this organization should be called terrorist organization because they are breaking international laws 
and using this, as you said, fear mongering and or other things, what are not really legal and uh, no, according our democracy, uh, democratic standards and interfering in our policies. And I cannot accept as a Croatian a citizen, I cannot accept this because I want that uh, in Croatia to be rule of law and also in European Union. Um, we are also member of the European Union. And that is my concerns. And uh, now this year we have 50 countries, uh, sorry, 40 countries that has elections. United States also, European uh, Union also. We have on the 3rd of June elections in this year. We have elections in Croatia. And they are, these people again want to interfere in our uh, uh, democratic uh, procedures. And that's not acceptable. You're absolutely right and powerfully said. And I think we are beginning to see, certainly more so in Eastern Europe and Western Europe than in the United States, we're seeing people rising up against this globalist agenda. The farmers in Germany have been joined by people from Poland and France, Luxembourg, the Netherlands. It is very inspiring. I, I don't know where why Americans are so silent on all of this, but this is very inspiring. And you have seen the millions of people demonstrating in Croatia against the mandates. What what is it going what do you think it's going to take for people to realize how out of control and tyrannical the WEF and WHO have become, Andrea? You just went through the parliamentary procedures. I hear some members of parliament in Croatia in clips on social media that they are speaking against this. Where, where do things stand overall in the countries represented on this call, Sweden, UK, and Croatia? For concerning Germany, it's good that you mentioned. It seems to that people are waking up in all levels, and now their demands are exactly in the way that we are discussing already. For they want to get rid of this global uh, implementation of some kind of policies that nobody asked them, and now they are suffering hard because mostly they are from agriculture, and now they're losing their jobs, they're losing their land, and they would they want to take all of them uh, production in the future for protecting environment, whatever, or climate. We can discuss this, but it does not matter. Matter is that they are sending the same uh, messages what we are discussing here. They don't want to have any more impact from outside in their policies. And uh, I think it's very good that this is happening right now because uh, it's time for our uh, members of parliament in Croatia and also in Europe to send these messages. Because it seems so that this interference in our policies from outside, some kind of Grammys who are not hiding their interfering, come on, they're bragging, they have people in our parliaments and they're telling what are their names. For example, prime minister, new prime minister of France, it was a global young leader from WGF. And they are bragging about it. Same thing with, with Macron. That means they are asking Mr. Schwab, what are their policies? And nobody elected this guy. Well, I think very soon 
uh, in Europe should be uh, even more. You know, it's in spring, I expecting because now it's really cold here and in spring, usually uh, things are changing. And uh, maybe this spring will in Croatia also uh, wake up people, especially from agriculture and say no and connect with this uh, movement in Germany. And I know that from two days ago that to this uh, agriculture part, also drivers uh, join and now more and more people are joining to their movement. And I hope the Croatian will get up very soon. Well, it shows how once there are a few courageous people taking a stand, it gives others the courage to join them. And now we're seeing millions across Eastern and Western Europe standing up against the tyranny. This is Dr. Lee for America with the Whistleblower Report. We'll be right back after the break. Check out our website at www.truthforhealth.org and some of our brand new nutraceuticals that will help you improve your immune system and your health as you get ready for whatever propaganda and fear-mongering they're throwing at us about new diseases. You can be confident that we bring you the highest quality and the most reputable products backed by good science, not scientism and made-up propaganda. We'll be right back after the break. Check out the new Truth For Health store at truthforhealthstore.com. We have exclusive professional formulas with exciting new products, including True Mitochondrial Boost that can help improve your energy, memory, focus, and concentration. All of our products are manufactured in certified compliant facility using good manufacturing practices approved and inspected by the FDA. Check us out, www.truthforhealthstore.com. Welcome back to the second half of the Whistleblower Report. And we want to spend a little time in this segment of the show talking about the alarming rise in prion disease and accelerated forms of dementia and damage to the heart, the lungs, and other organs in the body as a result of the COVID shots and the spike protein damage and some of the inserts that were engineered into the spike protein and some of the components of the shots themselves that all combined have this devastating effect to cause massive brain inflammation. And for some people, that is a more rapidly progressive dementia. And dementia means loss of cognitive function, including things like memory and clear thinking, judgment and decision-making, as well as impact on mood regulation, social behavior, and 
ultimately then other systems start to fall and balance is impaired and other body functions are impaired as the progressive brain disease continues. There are many kinds of dementia, vascular dementia, Alzheimer's dementia, Parkinsonian dementia. There, there are a lot of diseases that cause brain inflammation and damage leading to the, the big picture of cognitive decline called dementia. But what is prion disease? That's something very few people have really heard about. Our experts from the UK know full well what happened in England in the 1990s with mad cow disease, which is bovine spongiform encephalopathy and brain damage, and the cattle become severely ill and die. That mad cow outbreak was caused by prions. And here to explain what prions are and how they are happening from the COVID shot are Dr. Gilthorpe and then Dr. Eden weighing in as scientists who understand these diseases and the components of the COVID shots. So Dr. Gilthorpe, let's start with you explaining more about prion disease and what exactly is Jakob Kreutzfeldt dementia and why is that so serious? Yes, Dr. Lee, I'd, I'd be happy to do that. Um, so I slightly qualified to talk about this, I guess, because I've worked for many years now on a neurodegenerative disease called ALS, which has a prion-like component or prion-like component to it. Um, so simply put, what a prion is, is a protein which naturally occurs in our body but instead of being folded in one particular way, because all proteins need to fold up in order to do their function, you could think of them like a, a, a key for a lock, for example. So one protein needs to open a lock, so it has to be shaped like a key. That particular protein will fold into a different shape. And in that different shape or different form, it can then get its friends to do exactly the same thing. So instead of having a group of keys, you suddenly one of them changes into a domino and now it, all, it, all the other keys fold into dominoes. That's a, maybe a slightly strange analogy, but that's the, what, what happens. Uh, no, I think that's helpful for um, lay people to have yeah. that visual imagery. I think that's very helpful. And yeah. that, that's why it's so critical, because these misfolded proteins end up causing our body systems not to work properly. That's the bottom line. Yeah. So they're very, when they fold in this particular conformation or, or shape, they're very resistant to being broken down. So you can boil them. Well, it depends on the protein. Some of them are less stable than others, but some of them can be boiled in very strong detergent or treated with acid and they do not break down. So they're very stable and if they get into the environment, they can be extremely stable and last for years or decades. So there is one disease that is called scrapie, which affects sheep, but it also uh, affects mink. And there's a version in deer and uh, deer related animals called uh, transmissible spongiform encephalopathy of deer, um, which, you know, basically the sheep could rub against a post or a tree, drop some of these few prions on that tree, and then another sheep comes back years later, comes by and rubs against the tree. The prion will be taken up by the body if the skin is wounded, 
and it'll get to the brain and then it'll cause all these proteins in the sheep's brain to start folding in the wrong way. And then the sheep will get a kind of dementia and die quite quickly. So some of these prions are very, very strong and powerful, Dr. Lee, and can work on you know, tiny doses. You need just one or two copies to trigger the disease, which can take many decades to develop. But once the process started, you could, the body can't stop it. So this is why um, mad cow disease, as it was known in cows, um, then crossed over into humans, because what happened, particularly in the UK, is that it, it became legal to take cows that had died, uh, take their bodies, render them down and then feed them, put them into food for cows. So cow pellets that they were given as kind of winter fodder for, for milk cows and beef cows. And that meant that you were then seeding these prions from cows that had died naturally of a scrapey like disease into the food chain and amplifying it so more cows were eating it getting this brain disease and then they were being fed to more cows so this led to this outbreak of of mad cow disease in the uk where cows are falling down you know demented uh, with loss of brain function and people then contracted from eating contaminated meat uh, contracted the disease it was, you know, projected to be a huge epidemic. In the end, it wasn't. We were very fortunate, I think. But some people then that had been operated on in the hospital, the prions then got onto the operating instruments. And because these things were very difficult to kill, they then got transmitted to people having brain uh, operations. Uh, I think it was also spreading growth hormone because that was isolated from body parts of, of um, aborted fetuses or children that had died. Uh, in order to make growth growth hormone now it's made synthetically so that's not such a risk but this idea that if you contaminate the food chain or, or our uh, hospital system with these kind of proteins is extremely hazardous um so now to get from that point over to what's happened with covid19 vaccines so particularly i think the mrna vaccines uh, it was recon recognized quite early on in the pandemic by Luc Montagne, who is a very was and sadly he's died, but he's a very famous French scientist, was one of the co-discoverers of the AIDS virus. Uh, and what Luc Montagne had noticed or his group did was identify a number of cases of people that had been recently vaccinated and developed Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, which is the human version of this scrapey light disease. Um, and it's named after the two discoverers of it. So uh, uh, Kreutzfeldt and Jakob kind of defined the disease in the first place, but it's related to mad cow disease. So mad cow's disease is usually called new variant Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease because it's a slightly different version, but it's based on the same principle. Um, so if this progresses very quickly. When you first get symptoms of CJD, usually it progresses within about six to 12 months to death. And, and the brain turns more or less to jelly it looks like a sponge when you if you section it on autopsy and look at it because the cells become totally engulfed or the astrocytes or supporting cells in the brain become totally engulfed with this misfolded prion protein as it's known that that does its conformation switch and what it can then do is when it's folded in the wrong shape in one cell it can spread to the next cell and induce the same thing so that's why um diseases like cjdc you know progress and so what's interesting in a way is that now it's known that alzheimer's parkinson's als and other degenerative diseases have a prion like component to them it's not the same prp or prion protein that does the spreading 
it's a different protein in each disease or sometimes it overlaps, but it's the same idea that you, you template a new protein to fold in the wrong way. So it's, uh, it's why it's called prion-like instead of prion disease. Um, anyway, uh, this was found out quite early in 21 that there were a number of unusual number of cases of CJD after vaccination. And more recently, uh, particularly a pair Hammerstrom, who's in Linköping, which is in southern Sweden, has shown a mechanism for this, whereby the spike protein can be cleaved by a, a, an enzyme in our bodies called neutrophil elastase. So this is the neutrophils from our immune system can release this protein to degrade things, to chop them up. And it actually chops up the spike protein. And when it does that, a fragment of spike can form one of these prion-like proteins and then induce other cells in our body to do the same thing. So this is a serious risk. I mean, it's a real risk that people who've had the jab could develop CJD or, or related diseases like uh, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, ALS. And also people probably that have been infected with SARS-CoV-2 could do the same thing because it's not just the, the vaccine protein that does it, it's actually the, the native protein in the virus. Um, so this is a worry. The other big worry, I think, is that now... Um, Dr. Roger Meacock, who's been on the show a couple of times, brought this to my attention that we have now dumped something like $4 billion or euros worth of COVID-19 vaccines into the environment because these were vaccines that weren't needed anymore. EU countries destroyed in January, I think it was $4 billion worth. And these have gone into landfill. So these RNAs that were you know, very stable synthetic RNAs have now just been dropped into the environment to be taken up by who knows what, mice, rats, sheep, deer, and could potentially trigger, you know, it, it's pollution of our environment with RNA, which we don't know what the outcome of that is going to be. Um, so, yeah, this is horrific. And, and the, the idea that we will then you know, make more RNA vaccines against the new disease X and try to inject everyone under this um, uh, curtain of fear that this new disease is going to just kill everyone unless you take this new vaccine. I think it's going to create the same problem. The, these are toxic by design, as Mike's often mentioned. So I'll leave it there. That is chilling. I did not realize, I had not heard the news about the dumping of of massive amounts of unused COVID shots into landfills. Uh, that's that's very alarming because you're absolutely right. All of the scavenger animals and the soil and everything else that's associated with the landfill then risk contamination. Dr. Eden, I know you have some expert comments on that enormous risk. Yeah, I mean, certainly I would just amplify what uh, Dr. Gilforth was just saying there, that uh, uh, while there are definitely some real phenomena that are really very worrisome, and, and he outlined you know, the scrapey and uh, mad cow you know, BSE stuff, I, I do think, um, again, most of the things that we are we should be most frightened of are uh, propaganda. I think that I'm not saying that aren't things to be concerned about practically there will be i think damage to the environment but i do think the biggest the most we say the target organ as we would say in toxicology the target organ for what they're raining down on us most of all is your spirit your mind and spirit 
Um, so, you know, I, I don't think they're going to generally assault the real world to the extent that large numbers of healthy, alert people will die. I, you know, that might happen, but I think at the moment, the dominant uh, weapon is propaganda and fear, and the, as I say, the target organ is mind, mind and spirit, first of all. Uh, but yeah, don't uh, don't expose yourself unnecessarily to uh, additional risks. For example, um, one possible uh, reason for having done what they've done, or even just saying they've done it, that is you know, dumping this stuff in landfill that uh, wild animals are consuming, is they may want to put off those people who think, you know what, I'm an independent hunter, I live in a country with plenty of uh, wildlife and game, I'll live off that. So if they can actually or psychologically contaminate that source, that's all to their advantage. So I couldn't tell you which one it is, but uh, be aware of both. No, that that's helpful. I, I very much reiterate what Dr. Gilthorpe has said. These neurodegenerative diseases, all of them across the spectrum that we see medically, are catastrophically on the rise since the COVID shots. And listeners, we've talked about this before, but I want to remind you, never in the history of any vaccination program in the world was there a an injection that was modified in such a way that the material could cross the blood-brain barrier and infect the brain. The mRNA COVID shots and DNA COVID shots were designed to do just that. They are coated in a lipid nanoparticle coating that drives the mRNA or DNA across the cell membrane and through the blood-brain barrier to cause direct toxicity and inflammation of the entire brain and central nervous system, as well as the peripheral nerves and spinal cord. That's why you're seeing people with so many spinal cord problems, as well as the neurodegenerative diseases. In addition, that same engineering, toxic by design, as Dr. Eden says so clearly, was done to drive the mRNA shots across the placenta and affect the developing baby when a pregnant mother gets vaccinated with the COVID shot. It is devastating damage. And the tragedy that I see in medical practice is that people are still getting boosters and adding to the damage. And I, in, in the patients that I see, I seem to be the only one checking the spike protein antibody titers to see if their antibodies to the spike protein are still high, which 90% of them are. They don't even need a booster. So I realize that many people are saying no to more boosters, but we still have pregnant women being vaccinated. We still have elderly people getting the COVID shots and we still have people getting their boosters. You, it's urgent that you recognize the damage is cumulative, so just say no to more boosters. Andrea, what are you seeing in Croatia about uh, people and their, op their openness or resistance 
to the continued drive for boosters on the COVID shots? There is no way that nobody, anybody wants to get boosted. I know exactly information that between 100 and 200 people daily take these booster vaccines. That's for 4 million people, nothing. I calculated if they continue to boost people for the next 365 days, including every Saturday and Sunday, while they are not working usually, they would have vaccinate in Croatia half percent of the people. And that's how people respond for on a, on a booster. Uh, unfortunately, now there is a lack of trust in all uh, medical services. And that I see as a biggest problem. Because in case of some serious problems concerning the health, people don't trust them. And at the same time, it's very uh, hard to get uh, health services. And now this is the more serious problem for the future because uh, they're really still pushing and they're still promoting this pharmaceutical products and everybody see that is a paid promotion and this for sure doesn't help to increase uh, 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 public um, health and to increase our trust in, in their services. Th that is something that we should really uh, see how to solve it. And uh, for example, if really some kind of new disease comes, and we know, we experience that they are producing all the time new pathogens all around the world. And if something came, and Syria, we can, we can send this message to the public. Nobody will trust it. And how we can fight against some real disease or real danger if, they don't, if we don't trust our institutions? I think you're exactly right. And people are losing trust in all of our core institutions. But I will say this, I think that was part of the plan. That is part of the Marxist communist agenda to break down the social fabric, to break down the trust of our institutions, the rule of law, and to create chaos. This has been part of the communist Marxist agenda since the Bolshevik revolution in Russia in 1917. And, he, and you lived through the early years of your life. You were living under communism in Croatia. I, I know you've seen this playbook. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's right. Lack of trust. And that we discussed already in one show that... Um, you know, this lack of trust in our institution helped us in the pandemic because we start to asking questions immediately. We didn't take for granted nothing what came from our institutions. And that's why we came up with our conclusions and came out and protest against, for example, that time was a COVID passport. That helped us in that moment. That doesn't help us in the future to develop our society because it's necessary to have trust. But as you said, they for sure can help these people who are behind all of this, who want to implement new kind of society. They call it this great reset. And that helped them for sure because if uh, uh, lying, uh, it's not purpose of lying, it's not to trust in lie. 
purpose is not to trust in anything. And that's even worse. You're exactly right. And from a spiritual standpoint, we've all talked about the fact that it's a battle between the forces of good versus evil. And that is part of what we see biblically played out. Satan operating through deception and lies and fear and guilt triggering. I mean, Satan attacks us spiritually and mentally by making us doubt ourselves and doubt those around us and doubt our institutions. And that's exactly what the Marxist communist globalist cabal is doing. And that's what in many ways big medicine, big pharma are doing now. They're putting out lies and deception that then deceive people, cause death and destruction, and then others no longer trust the medical system. And I know Dr. Eden and Dr. Gilthorpe have seen that and talked about that as well. Any thoughts on those points? I, I think, Dr. Lee, that, yeah, we, we're under assault, but it's a calling for us to rebuild our networks of trust. Catherine Austin Fitz talks about this very nicely, that, you know, we need to rebuild community. We need to go back to some basics. I mean, technology is tremendous, but it's now being weaponized against us. So we need to use it judiciously. But what's most important is to build those relationships of trust uh, with the people that we love and the people that we get on with or, or don't get on with. But, you know, build them, because if we don't do that, um, things will fall apart around us. And, and then the stress and fear that we've talked about already you know, will settle very easily upon us if we don't have that kind of mental um, strength and and friendship that we need and love from our closest nearest and dearest to support us yeah um perfectly said jonathan i for myself i've done you know a lot of reading over the last four years it's been four years ladies and gentlemen and you know to my horror i realized that a number of uh sort of main events through my life i'm, I'm 63 uh have been i think driven by these people to, for example, uh, reduce the likelihood that people will get married, to increase the propensity to divorce, to make it more likely that a uh, homemaker and someone going to work would be normal and instead two people going to work. You, there are 20, 30, 40 minor changes altogether that have produced the effect that Jonathan described of, as it were, to comminute us into tiny tiny really individuals who spend a lot of time staring at what i jokingly call the satanic glowing rectangles and we all know what we mean and i'm i'm as bad at this as everybody else but yeah and when when you're no longer in communion with people physically nearby uh then then we are so vulnerable to attack um and i i think all of these things are not accidental so yeah cleave to people around you build relationships of trust Go out and find them now. Put out a hand. Uh, begin to you know talk about how you will work with each other. Um, you know when things get difficult because I'm afraid they are going to. And don't put yourself in a position where the only way you can look is towards central authority because that's what they want, and your interests are not served in that way. 
And the central authority that we're being pushed to look to is government, not God. Yeah. And as Andrea said earlier in the show today, the WEF, WHO, and all of the global elite cabal that are attacking humanity and seeking to control every aspect of our lives, all of them are pushing us away from our spiritual connection. Human beings are designed by our creator with a connection, mind, body, spirit, and a desire to connect with the spiritual. And they are pushing us away from that. So it is up to us to strengthen those bonds and not just look at our physical surroundings and our physical health or our emotional health, but also turn back to God in faith and build and strengthen our faith muscles, not just our physical muscles. And so with that, we'll end today's show and encourage all of you to start exercising all of your uh, talents and abilities as a human being your mental muscle, your physical muscle, and your spiritual muscle, and get strong for the year ahead. They are bragging about what they are bringing at us and the planned attack on humanity. They're bragging about it. So stand strong. Don't give in to the fear and reach out to God and those around you and strengthen all aspects of your health as you do so. We'll be back next week. Thank you for joining us today.